0: Oh, watch that, watch this yeah, Yes of course I'm going to start with that After all, so did BT When they were advertising this documentary First part of three It's uh, Madness From their book from 2019 Before we was we uh, And really it's Cross collateralization Vertical integration And lovely to see actually Now quite a lot of Um of autobiographies and uh, biographies. You know, when you start looking, when you start reading them, I personally sometimes tend to flick through this. Let's get to the part where they went to school the part where they started to form a band or started to be interested in acting or, you know. But it all depends what kind of stories you've got and it all depends what kind of storytellers you've got. And that is where this documentary as i say first part of 3 on bt tv first part of 3 on bt tv really works because these gentlemen are from different areas socially from the similar area geographically and from all parts musically but they all get together and they all have great stories to tell and because they are so laid back and they're thinking back to it. It works incredibly well. I love Madness as a band. I loved the second coming of uh, Scar. I was at school at the time. I had the hats, I had the ties, I had the... You know, you, you had to try and hide things at school. So everyone had their badges on, but it was on the other side of the lapel of your of your school uniform jacket because that was subversive you know remember also at this time around the time of the of scar and 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 the and the absolute uh, um style wonder of that there was also a real feeling that men wanted to have bubble perms remember that remember liverpool fc play remember phil thompson yeah? Remember Phil Neal? Bubble perms, mate. That was happening at the same time, it was always cheap by Jowl. But you know, I really loved Madness at the time, when they started out, the energy of that. But I've stuck with them, and the reason being is because... they developed into something really special. In fact, even early on, even by something, by an album like Keep Moving, which is early on in the canon, the Madness canon, you know, they were they were writing great songs, wonderfully constructed really catchy but more than just i've got this rude boy energy here and then they went away and came back and they're still brilliant the writing's great and they know what they're doing they've got nothing to prove and that comes across beautifully in this documentary it looks like it's a i think it might be a dreary lane but it's a, it's an empty theater there are a lot of them about at the moment. They're all being interviewed separately, so it's not together. It's done in a really beautifully, beautiful filmic style. So you know, it looks wonderful. It looks expensive. It looks swish. And what they've done, obviously, is that they've concentrated on the people who've got quite a, um, quite a fun and uh, chaotic, chaotic lifestyle. As kids, so you know what you're concentrating on. We nicked stuff. We went to re- school, reform school. We went to prison. There's quite a lot of that, but I don't mind that. And you're segueing by the end into who influenced them as a band. Early on, they talk about you know we were we were playing on bomb sites in the 70s in in London, and you know there are many stories here. Oh, there's sort of a schism in the group between, well, you know, I was I was the son of someone who was more upwardly mobile for instance, you know you, you, you've got Chaz, Chaz Smash his dad working all over the world in Petrochemicals they went and lived in Iraq for a while you know, Suggs' dad was a heroin addict who went to Tootingbeck Asylum when he was three didn't see his mum very much, she was doing several jobs in the West End he used to have to go to the West End to get the money for his tea and he said, and you know, I was heading towards care. Then he was sent to live with another family member in Wales and really loved it. You know, Lee Thompson, his dad was a villain. His advice was do it at night, do it alone. He said, oh, thanks dad. And you know, he made his first court appearance at 11. But these were kids who you could go on the bus, you could go on the tube for a very small amount of money. And they were all over London. You know, they, they had their own life here. Weaved through this are um, bits from the the 81. Take it or leave it, Madness film, which shows how they got together in that way. Um, You know, you've got people like Woody Woodgate's father was a photographer. He, you know, he he photographed Albert Finney. We talk about their school days. Back when they were a plastic cup, of course. I mean, and the violence of it. You know, you just expected it. I mean, I had the same thing. At, at, at some of my schools some, with some of my teachers you know and one of the comments that is lovely is is when they were being you know he said one one um, recounting is that being being um, being caned with a fishing rod like a whip across the hand you know but another comment he got that winkle picker right in there <laughs> So they've got a beautiful turn of phrase. It's all very, they're all enjoying themselves. It's lovely. Not together. They're not egging each other on All separately, but, you know, <clears throat> as I say, nothing to prove and really having a good time. Segwaying into the kind of skinhead and head feel, you know, the style. They want the style first the music, the music second. They occasionally hear on this documentary, read from the book clearly. That sounds like narration or narrative, and I don't really... Want that because they've got a different style of voice than if they're just chatting. Really, that I mean, there are many stories just to return to the them as a gang nicking things. You know, they broke into Lindsay Paul's house and just ate some sugar puffs and left. <laughs> Nick records and scooters, um, and Lee went to reform school, Prisoner 18, just for three weeks. But you know, after so there's some bit of unsavory stuff going on and. I presume that changed their views of all of this, you know. They all got together through graffiti as well. There's a book called Watching My Name Go By, which is about graffiti in New York with words by Norman Mailer. And they were all very interested in graffiti. And they kind of got together with that. Suggs was younger than them, a couple of years younger, and hung around with them because, as he said, I'd go to places and doors would be closed to me, but not with these these friends, you know. Now their musical influences were so diverse, but they certainly point out that Ian Dury was a a big influence, and so was Alex Harvey. Particularly Suggs said it was my the first revelation I've ever had, and they describe and then show um, an Alex Harvey concert in um, in Holland when he was really on form. You know, putting drinking from a beer bottle, putting some into his hands, slicking back his hair like a Teddy boy. You know. A, 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 wonderful really and that you know is that they he, he they describe it as comic malevolence success he said they they both had it jury and ian and um and alex harvey so and and madness kind of had that as well and then we get on to them playing music um bashing things out on the piano um he talks about you know sax sax sort of uh, playing the um, the clarinet first and then training that infra sax that was more or less broken really but they had what they called musical get togethers so the Mike was really keen on us forming a band and that's kind of we talk we, we look at their first gig which was at somebody's party we said well you can't he said you can play it by party and then he said you can't play in the house go and play on the garden he said it wasn't wasn't great because people were looking out the window at us you know so they said the dog shit everywhere and but they really enjoyed it it was real fun. And Suggs hanging about in the background as their singer for that night is about to leave. You know John Hasler being the face around that and playing drums that night and bringing them all together and saying to Suggs, well the singer's going to leave you know. And that's where we leave this first episode which is a really good place to leave it. It's beautifully done this. It's very simple, looks expensive and all you do is you leave people with, um, you leave Madness to talk And they've got great stories, well told, they've lived a life. And you intercut it with some nice bits of footage of them playing early on. And them around early on. They were always filming, it looks like they were always filming and photographing each other. And when you do that, you've got something really special. For those people who like the band, and I'm one of them, this is a five out of five. And I cannot wait to see the next episode. No doubt I'll be telling you about that because I want to shout it from the rooftops. And you know what, this isn't an embarrassment, I had to, ta ta.